0: I've got some old dead bird. Hello there and welcome to Date Fight. It's a podcast in which two of us, usually, but today just one, select things that happen on this day in history, and then compete to work out which one is the most entertaining, the most fun, the most illuminating, the most enlightening. Um, today it's going to be my one, because mine is the only one you get to hear. So there. I'm going to take you, um, you know, usually there'd be introductions and there'd be a lot of fun at this point, but we're just going to push on straight through. Oh, should I should I didn't even turn off my phone. Rude. Rude, that's what it is. Right. Let's push on. I'm going to take us to the 1st of September 1914 when Martha was dying in Cincinnati. Cincinnati was by the Ohio River and had been a boom town in the early 19th century. Um, Lots of goods made their way inland by steamship to Cincinnati. Um, It had grown from 2,000 inhabitants in 1812 to being the sixth biggest city in America by the middle of the 19th century and the biggest inland city. However, as the 19th century wore on and steamboats gave way to railroads, places like Chicago and St. Louis took over and Cincinnati was not quite as wealthier place as it had been in the middle of the 19th century. Martha had been born in Chicago about 1885, and she was named after Martha Washington. Um, she had very sadly been unable to have children, uh, despite living with two lovers from 1907 onwards. One died in April 1909, and the other in 1910, as a result of which adverts were put in the local paper, offering a reward of $1,000 to find Martha a new husband, but none could be found. Visitors went to see her and she grew older, uh, less mobile. She stopped moving at all at certain times. People used to throw sand at her to get her to move. Uh, She shortly after that had a stroke. And on the 1st of September, 1914, she was found dead on the floor of her cage. Martha, of course, was not a human being. Martha was the last known passenger pigeon. Passenger pigeons had been hugely numerous all around the United States um, for centuries before that. In 1813, 100 years before Martha died, John Audubon had witnessed a migration of the passenger pigeons and he described it like this. Should we do a voice? Let's do a voice. We're racist to everyone else. Why not do it for the Americans as well? Um, He said, I dismounted, seated myself on an eminence and began to mark with my pencil, making a dot for every flock that passed. In a short time, finding the task which I had undertaken impracticable as the birds poured in in countless multitudes, I rose and, counting the dots then put down, found that one hundred and sixty-three had been made in twenty-one minutes. I don't know if John Audubon really talked like Falkhorn Leghorn, but he's going to for the next few minutes. I travelled on and still met more the farther I proceeded. The air was literally filled with pigeons. The light of noonday was obscured as by an eclipse. The dung fell in spots, not unlike melting flakes of snow, and the continued buzz of wings had a tendency to lull my senses to repose. I cannot describe to you the extreme beauty of their aerial evolutions, when a hawk chanced to press upon the rear of the flock. At once, like a torrent, and with a noise like thunder, they rushed into a compact mass, pressing upon each other towards the center. In these almost solid masses, they darted forward in an undulating and angular lines, descended and swept close over the earth with inconceivable velocity, mounted perpendicularly so as to resemble a vast column, and when high, were seen wheeling and twisting within their continued lines, which then resembled the coils of some gigantic serpent. Before sunset, I reached Louisville, distance from Hardensborough 55 miles. The pigeons were still passing in undiminished numbers and continued to do so for three days in succession. Yes, the pigeons were known for their huge flocks. There were possibly more than five billion of them. They were possibly the most numerous bird on the earth in 1813, 100 years before the last one died. Why did they die? Well, we killed them. We really killed a lot of them. In 1866, one flock was seen, which was one and a half kilometres wide and 500 kilometres long. It took 14 hours to pass overhead and was said to contain three and a half billion birds. Uh, Not only were they an important part of the ecosystem, they changed what the nature of the forest was around them. Many people think that the white oak, which used to be dominant in many North American forests, but is now losing out to the red oak, is because of the decline of the passenger pigeon, uh, because the white oak, Uh, seeded in the autumn which wasn't the mating season for the passenger pigeons so they didn't tend to eat all those acorns whereas the red oak put out its acorns in the spring at which point all the pigeons were around looking for as much energy as possible to put into mating season so the red oak got all of its acorns eaten and was not could not proliferate as far as a result also the white oak is less flammable than red oak and the huge amount of of pigeon poo was meant to make forests much more flammable, so trees that were hardier to fire did better back then. In 1565, René Laudonniere was the first Westerner to say they killed passenger pigeons, as he claimed to have killed 10,000 in the course of a few weeks at Fort Caroline. They were so easy to kill, many people didn't even see them as game birds. If you let off both barrels of your shotgun, you'd kill up to 61 with one blast, apparently. In 1851, Benedict Henry Revai said they'd been extinct within a century despite the fact they were still billions of them because he noticed the way they were being hunted and said it was just too much was being done to them. Uh, In 1857 there was a measure put through the Ohio legislature to protect them uh, but it was rejected on account of them being wonderfully prolific. The last big nesting was in 1878 at Petrosky, Michigan. Uh, There was a huge nesting and 50,000 birds were killed every day for five months and that was the end the passenger pigeons, some still escaped and they kept flying around for a few years, but there were no longer the huge flocks that kept the population alive. In 1896, uh, one of the last wild pigeons was seen in a flock of mourning doves in Louisiana. Uh, So that was shot, so we've still got that one. And on March the 12th, 1901, uh, the last wild passenger pigeon was seen, killed, and stuffed. You'll be happy to know that Martha herself lying dead on the floor of her cage on the 1st of September. Uh, She was also stuffed. You can go and see her in the Smithsonian, if you like. So, on that note, let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to Harriet Shaw Weaver. She was a magazine editor, and political activist and suffragist. She edited the New Free Woman, and she was a patron of James Joyce. Ended up giving him and his family a sum worth equivalent in 2019 pounds, a million pounds. So happy birthday, Harriet Shaw Weaver. Happy death day. And happy death day to Siegfried Sassoon, Known for his satires of jingoism, and his First World War poetry, he actually lived for 50 years after the First World War, and we tend to remember him more for the fact that he was put into a psychiatric hospital because of his opposition to um, the First World War, um, and where he met Wilfred Owen, and he was one of the funnier of the war poets. So happy death day, Siegfried Sassoon. soon. And I suppose that is it for today. It feels a little perfunctory doing it like this. Um, drop us a line, do something. Yes, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll read out some of it. If you've got a fact about tomorrow, why don't I date fight with you? Why don't you send it along to the uh, at date underscore fight on Twitter or facebook.com forward slash date fight or you, you know how to get in touch with us. See you tomorrow. Bye.